Hey guys, so we are really excited because we have another awesome interview coming your way with Brooke Teremy. Yes, Brooke is a mother and a wife, and they also live right here in Michigan. They've been married for five years, and they also have two little girls, Savannah and Cassidy, and I, I guess a really sweet puppy dog, too. I know. I wish we knew the dog's name. I know. <laughs> um, she is actually a full-time working mama as well, and she is a financial aid specialist. Their firstborn, Savannah... Uh, was born with CHARGE syndrome. So CHARGE syndrome, I guess, is fairly rare. Yes. So for Savannah, it causes multiple heart defects, cleft lip and palate, hearing loss, central sleep apnea, which required a trach for the first three years of her life, and also hip dysplasia. Yeah, which is a ton for a little girl to go through. For sure. Um, but we're going to be learning more about Savannah and CHARGE syndrome, as well as Brooke's life and her husband's life, and how they kind of balance everything else going on. So you guys hang tight, grab some wine, yeah. and let's enjoy another awesome interview with Brooke on Uncorked Mamas. Let's do this. Hey guys, I'm Brooke and I'm Erica and we're so happy to have you on with us this Friday. So grab some wine and a comfy cozy spot to hang and let's do this. It's Uncorked Mamas. Woo! Hi Brooke, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you so much for being on. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. Hi, Brooke. I'm Erica. We have not officially met, so I thought I'd introduce myself. Hi. Nice to virtually meet you. <laughs> I know. Nice to virtually meet you, too. It's so weird when you can't see each other and then doing the introductions. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, just take my voice for who I am. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us and agreeing to be on here and share your story with, story with us. We appreciate it. No problem at all. So we're going to hit a few um, different topics tonight, but we thought what we could start off with was kind of your journey coming to Michigan and meeting your husband. Okay, yeah. So I am from literally the middle of nowhere in Indiana. <laughs> um, so I grew up in a one-stoplight town, and we had a Dairy Queen, a Subway, a gas station, and that was about it. Okay. <laughs> um, like so it. very small. Everyone knew everyone. Like, I couldn't date anyone from my hometown because they were literally all related to me. Oh, oh no. my goodness. So, <laughs> literally the smallest place possible. Oh. I think I graduated with 70 other people, something like that. Oh, my like gosh. That. Did you that just say small. seven? Yeah. 70. Oh, 70. I was like, no. oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that is small. Oh, my gosh. I thought I grew up in a small town. I think we graduated with 150. So, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Oh, that sounds like a lot. Right. I know. That's what I was going to say. Oh, well, that's a yours, lot compared to you. Yours was 150. Yeah. Mine was 430. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shinole. Like, I can't even imagine not knowing everyone's middle name or, like, who their grandmother is. Oh, my uh, gosh. That is so crazy. Oh, but did you, like, enjoy it? Like, are you happy that's how you grew up, though? Yeah, I really am. It was such a great place to grow up in. And like, I actually didn't grow up my entire childhood there. Both my parents were from around that area. My dad actually went to the same high school I did and had some of the same teachers I did. Oh, cool. um, but we had moved around a bit. And then I kind of jumped into the gang um, about four, 
fourth grade or so. Okay. And so it was nice being able to grow up with the same people and get to know them really well. And mm-hmm. I really miss home now, especially since COVID. It's like yeah. we were planning on taking a big trip down there this summer. Mm-hmm. And while we did get to go down there, we didn't get to go see everyone. And the county fair wasn't going on, which was always a huge thing at home. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So it, they had it, but it was like all closed down to the public and whatnot. So yeah. it definitely was a weird summer. I miss home a lot. There's definitely times when I'm like, I wish I was out in the country again because I live in Jackson now in town. But I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Um, I kind of story of how I got here is that I wanted to be a teacher and I didn't want to just go out to the community college up the street. I needed to get away. I needed to step away from the town a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, find out who I was, kind of figure out what I wanted to to do and nail that down. And so I moved up to Michigan State with the intention of being a teacher. And I met my husband at the church I started going to um, while I was in undergrad. And it was funny because I was actually in another relationship at the time um, with a guy long distance from home. And when I met my husband, I had a family that was taking me from campus to church and they would like put bugs in my ear about Josh and they were doing the same to him. And like, we didn't know each other, like even had an interest. And at that point I was like taken and wasn't looking or anything. Mm -hmm. And then my relationship didn't pan out um, from before from my back home relationship. And so later that next summer, about a year after moving here, we started dating and hanging out more and it, it's all come around full full circle. Um, The people who introduced us are really close family friends of ours and they take credit completely for setting up. Of course. Well, yes, of course. Of course. And I love how that, because I swear that's how it happens. It's like Mm -hmm. when you're not looking, it's just like right there. It's like, Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for you. And I used to get so mad at people when they would say that, but that's kind of like, I met my husband very randomly and isn't it funny? Me too. And I hate when people say that, but it is so true. It is. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So that's so cool because so, and then you said, so your husband's actually from, did you say South Carolina? Yeah, he's from South Carolina. So I'm from Indiana. He's from South Carolina. His family, his mom is from South Carolina. His dad's from Lansing okay. and his dad kind of moved back and forth. Um, while he was trying to figure out what he was doing with his life when he was our age. Mm -hmm. And they got married, had kids. There's five kids. They all have kind of spent half their childhood in South Carolina, half it in in Michigan. They've been moving back and forth. His dad used to work in construction, so he would kind of be around. Um, And so they just happened to be in Lansing whenever I moved out to Michigan State for undergrad and (laughs) happened to just just me at the right time josh was just about to go into the military and he um decided not to when he met me oh so, that's that adorable so sweet look oh at love God. just that's awesome yes. that's so sweet <laughs> oh, now so are you are you happy we stayed in michigan or are you wishing you could move back or at first i would say i wanted to move closer to either josh's home or my home but Mm -hmm. michigan's really grown on me it's Mm -hmm. such a beautiful state i love summer here i love 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 fall like this is my favorite time of year anyway but michigan just brings it to a whole nother level right that's what we've been trying that's what we've been trying to tell our listeners it's like if you could just smell michigan like yeah absolutely there's no smell like michigan and i can't describe it you can't i don't even think you can put in a candle i know and (laughs) people complain about Michigan, but we, we do have a very beautiful state. I I think. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. We do a little, um, beginning, you know, before we have you on, we have, we tell the listeners a little about you guys. Yep. We did like a bio. Yeah. A bio. Thank you. And, um, we told them, you know, your daughter had charge syndrome, but we wanted to let you 
kind of just tell our listeners and explain to them what exactly this is? Yeah. So I had no clue that it was even a thing before um, we got a diagnosis and we actually didn't have her syndrome diagnosis until she was about three months of age. So we found out halfway through pregnancy that she had some heart defects, some brain abnormalities, and they didn't think she was going to make it. And so we kind of had this whole second half of pregnancy with our first kid to kind of absorb that and prepare. And it was just a whole thing. And then when she was here, um, she ended up having more heart defects than what they thought and had kind of a bunch of other things kind of line up that they're like, there's got to be a syndrome here. Like Mm -hmm. there's too many Mm -hmm. things going on for it not to have a cause. Mm -hmm. Um, So for her, she had like four different heart defects. Um, She had cleft lip, cleft palate. Um, She also had some really severe central sleep apnea. So like her brain forgets to tell her body to um, breathe. And then on top of that, she also had some like suspected hearing loss. And then one of her ears is actually shaped a little bit different than like yours or mine would be. So hers has like, it's, it's very flat and not a lot of like inside curves and what I think is the best way to describe it mm-hmm. without showing a picture. Yeah. You can definitely search like charge ear on Google and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Cause it's mm-hmm. one of the main markers that kind of tips people off to like, Oh, it might be charge syndrome. Okay. And so for Savannah, like because everything kind of lined up and there were so many things going on that they're like, okay, there has to be something. We had had an amniocentesis done. Nothing came back. We had some genetic testing done right when she was born and nothing came back there. And then they did some, um, like heart specific tests. So there was a panel that they looked at one of the defects that she had, um, which is called heterotaxy, which is kind of where your heart isn't and inside organs aren't necessarily where they're supposed to be. Um, and so they sent off a genetic panel that was associated looking for things associated with that. And they came back with charge syndrome. So charge syndrome with every kid who has it, it looks a little bit different. Um, in the charge community, they kind of say like, once you meet someone with charge, it's about where the similarities stop. Like, cause everyone's so different in how Mm -hmm. the syndrome presents itself. For my daughter, it was the heart defects. It was the cleft lip, cleft palate. It was hip dysplasia. It was um, that central sleep apnea and hearing loss. Um, For other kids, it might be blindness or colobomas, which are um, associated with the eyes. Uh, Another thing is like where the nasal passages are super narrow. So those my daughter didn't have. um, So is that that kind of how, I'm sorry, is that kind of how you were kind of describing it as it's it, it's rarity is based off of kind of the different yeah. symptoms that comes with it. Yeah. So there is a gene that for Savannah, she has the gene that has a mutation on it, Um, but not all kids with charge and adults with charge have that gene variation. There's so much that's different from person to person that Mm -hmm. they're still, you know, learning a lot. The chance or risk of it is about one in 10,000. So it is pretty rare. Wow. Um, wow. And yeah, (laughs) we had never heard of it before, but Mm -hmm. one of the best things about when we did get a diagnosis about three months in is that I had a name. I had a word that I could Mm -hmm. go to Google. I could search. I could find a community. I immediately went to Instagram and Mm -hmm. I searched the hashtag charge syndrome. And I have found the most incredible people. Like Mm -hmm. to this day, we still talk three years later, we've been each other's support system. And like that has been the greatest gift to us is just having that diagnosis for a lot of folks um, who are in situations similar to us. They don't have necessarily a name or a clear diagnosis. So we're very thankful for that. Oh, I love the positive outlook. That's, I do too. That's amazing. And I'm so glad you found people 
you know, yeah, to lean on and to that's, ask I think all we want, right? We want support. Yeah, we want yeah. to know we're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so open about her journey too on social media. That was something that I really wrestled with for the first few days after she was born. Cause she, she did look very different. Like she had that ear that was a little deformed um, from like what was normal. And she did have, you know, the cleft lip that was very obvious that it was different than what a typical lip was. And I remember right thinking, you know, to myself, okay, like if I put her out there, if I take a picture of her and I post it, like, I can't take that back. And I really wrestled with it for the first couple of days. And I was like, what are people going to say? Like, I don't know if I can handle people talking poorly about my daughter, but then I remembered when I, you know, started to find out that she was going to have defects, uh, heart defects that I had been searching about heart defects online. And when I found other people who had been through a story and saw their kid as like four or five, six years old, it, it caused me to feel a little better. Right. Um, so that was one, one of the main motivating factors for going ahead and putting her story out there and um, being very open kind of all along the way. We have a Facebook page that we post to um, like updates and whatnot. And it's just, it's kind of motivated us to be open with our journey to help other people who may not feel as comfortable yeah. um, reaching out just to see that, Hey, we're here. We've gone through this. We're still standing. We're here for you too. Well, and I love that because, you know, so it's kind of funny because I have all these questions lined out and you're like hitting them spot on. So I'm like, (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So, but that's really cool that you said that because I, obviously I follow you on Instagram and that's kind of how I've learned about your journey and Savannah's journey. And Mm -hmm. so I saw on there that like, I clicked on your link, your link tree, um, which is at Terami. And, um, it basically took me to your blog and then it gave me like other options to like choose. And mm-hmm. so first off, that's what I was kind of going to tell my listeners was just that first off you can go on and you can read Brooke's blog. She has this blog and it kind of just talks about this whole journey. But then, like she said, she also has this Facebook and it's called Savannah's journey. And mm-hmm. that also has all of her information and Savannah's life journey on there too. And the plus side too was I was going to tell you, I clicked on the Charge Syndrome um, Foundation, the the link there that you had. Yeah. Um, and so anyone that is interested and wants to learn more about this, you guys can go on there and check out that information. And then this week we're going to be adding on that donate button onto our podcast. And hopefully you guys will just consider donating and learning more about Savannah and um, just like what our future holds for, you know? So oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, and, you're and welcome. anyone else who's going through this or, you know, think their child might have it or not have answers yet. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you know, reach out to Brooke. She would Heck be yeah. great. I'm sure Absolutely. you would love to answer Absolutely. any questions or just do some more research because like you said, we all just don't want to feel alone. And if we just can find other families who are going through what we're going through, I think that's mm-hmm. great. I, yeah. I love that. I love the, and I love Brooke. I have to say you have been nothing but positive speaking about this mm-hmm. and that is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very, very nice. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. We're going to take a quick commercial, and then we'll come back and we'll ask some other questions we have for you. Sounds good. Okay, we'll be back. Trying to sell your house or looking for your perfect dream home? Robert Kabaz with EXP Realty takes house hunting and selling to the next level. His options and opportunities are endless. So don't waste your time looking any further. Call today. 810-434-8770 and ask for Robert Kabaz because your time and money is worth it. So yes. wine recommendation this week 
comes from the lovely Sarah Brennan. So Sarah Brennan oh, Sarah. gave us multiple bottles and we're trying to get through the bottles that have been sent to us before we get to the next um, recommendations because there's so many. Yes, we so, have quite a bit, you guys. You guys are awesome for sending in I the love recommendations. That. I love them. So do, if we haven't gotten to yours yet, we Don't worry, will. we will. Um, so Sarah sent us three bottles, uh, two of which we've drank. So this one is also in the sangria category, correct? Yes, yes, it is. And this is the Capriccio, remember? Mm-hmm. And it's the white sangria. And it's really cute. It's got yes. grapes and apples and pineapples. I know. And it's a really fun bottle. Actually, it's so funny. This Ooh. bottle reminds me of a pair of pajamas. We it have, does. We have for uh, Joseph. It and reminds me of Fruit of the Loom. Yep, or Fruit of the Loom. The bottle, it's fun. It's a fun bottle. I'm su- actually really, I love sangria. I do you in the bottom line, I do you can sangria. Drink it. All right. all right let's just all get to right. the tasting cheersies cheers oh my god me love you <laughs> oh brooke wow is there <laughs> no I'm no no so- no hold on a second it just oh, really second remember the <clears throat> second one so you guys never it. judge on the first sip it's always the second thing went down the wrong pipe that's what happened there I like it. So strong. <laughs> I like it. God, it's strong. Me likey. This is good. I mean, this is definitely not for everyone. Oh. It is a strong taste. I think they put extra liquor in there. It's a strong taste. I don't know if I taste the liquor. It's a, a sharp wow. taste. That's what it is. A sharp taste. Mm, the inside of my mouth is buzzing. Yeah. My um, my I think my, my throat is on fire. My tongue Got a contact buzz. Me too. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, someone made the comment the other day, like, Erica, you have a really quiet laugh, but it was like sarcasm. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're right about that. I said, yeah, I do. I really, no, I like I this. really like the smell of it. I want to taste the way it smells. Okay. The smell is like what you want your house to smell like. And it's almost like a fruit punch or like a... It's a, just like a, a nice fruity smell. Yeah. But I, this is a, definitely, you drink this, your your tongue and your throat are going to get a contact I buzz. I think I'm already kind of buzzed. Mm-hmm. I've only had two sips. I like it. I think it's a good one. It's a sharp taste. I feel like I keep saying that, but I mean it. Here's the thing. It's actually, my mouth is now getting used to it. And it's not as aggressive to me. Can I ask a stupid question? Is 13.9... Percent alcohol is that a high amount? Do you think that is? I don't know. I think it is. Well, one beer is what a six point. I can't feel my face. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Oh, but, but I, I love like it. it. Yeah, I like this. I would definitely buy it again. I can't drive. I likey. Brooke isn't <laughs> driving home tonight. Uh, you guys, so ca- Caprico, Capricchio. What did you say it was? Capriccio. Capriccio, white sangria. Erica recommends, like I do with all the wines we taste. Guys, Brooke. um, no, I'm not against it. You guys. I've had three sips now. Now my mouth feels good and it tastes right. It's on it, your tongue. It's the sure. first like two initial sips that makes you think, holy shinoli, it is strong. But it's it's nice, actually. No, it's nice. No. Yeah. Um, thank you, Sarah, so much. And the sangria. <laughs> You know, it's strong, and uh, but it's uh, it's lovely. good. You guys, let's all have some wine. Lovely. Okay, so we're back. 
And so one of the questions we had previous before we um, left you um, <laughs> was actually, so given that you knew, you know, some of these things that Savannah was going through when, you know, you were pregnant, were you able to deliver naturally or did you end up doing a C-section? Yeah, so when we were planning out kind of what birth would look like, um, we obviously were just kind of like, okay, whatever Savannah needs. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, all yeah, of the of plans course. had gone out the window. We yeah. really focused on like, you know, whatever she needs. Yeah. Um, but I was actually able to deliver her naturally, which we were surprised was even going to be possible outside of Savannah mm-hmm. because I actually had a hip replacement the year prior. Wow. Um, Yes. So I I had a placement at 23 and um, was not sure I'd have the rotation that I needed to deliver her naturally, but we were actually really fortunate to be able to to deliver her that way and not have an emergency C-section. Now they did make me go ahead and end up in the OR just in case, Mm -hmm. um, but we did um, get to do that way. (laughs) One of my favorite memories is actually my husband. Um, We had had her pretty early in the morning um and my husband had fallen asleep on the couch <laughs> and it was like I woke up and it was like showtime like I went from being like eight centimeters dilated to like it's it's go time yeah, I woke yeah. up and he was discombobulated like not he's one of those guys that, like when he's asleep he is asleep yeah, yeah. Yeah. so they woke him up and he's like trying to put on a gown because we're going down to the OR they're wheeling me outside of the room and I'm like looking back and my husband's like falling over himself trying to get the gown on <laughs> and then he had to like like the only thing that would go through my head at that point was like oh my god I'm gonna deliver our first child without my husband but he made it there in time just in the nick of time she was born and I actually got to hold her on my chest for like half a second before they whisked her away which Mm -hmm. was not something that was in the plan they said that they'd originally have to take her you know immediately away because they weren't sure if she'd be able to breathe um, and with her heart condition and everything they knew about, they, they were very cautious and didn't want to promise anything, but I got to hold her for half a second. Aww. She was quite purple, but then they whisked her away. We got to see her about uh, 20 minutes later and everything was good from there. Aww. Oh, so we were also wondering for Savannah in her future, what does that look like for her with having charge syndrome? Yeah. So again, every kid's very different. Um, So we actually got some unexpected news in January, uh, back when January, 2020. So this year, wow. Oh, you're (laughs) fine. Um, (laughs) She um, had a heart cath and what they found is that her heart wasn't doing quite as well as they expected. And originally we were planning on, okay, next intervention is five to seven years from now. And then when we got to about a month or two before January, they're like, oh, three to five years. Um, and then we had the heart cast done and we got, you know, out, she was out of it. We got to meet with the, the um, cardiologist and he said, you know, I think we're at a point where we're going to be looking at every, you know, six months to a year now. And it's just going to be like regularly, regularly scheduled cath procedures. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to hope that we can get her where she's big enough to where maybe she can do a transplant later. So um, we were not expecting that. We went from, you know, thinking, okay, well, you know, we're almost to the end of the tunnel. She's had 11 procedures in two years. Mm-hmm. Like things are starting to slow down. And then we had that kind of bomb dropped on us oh. in January. So wow. um, she was supposed to have, yeah, it was, it was a 
gosh, we're supposed to have a follow-up right about the time that COVID hit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's gotten pushed back a couple of times. We actually go at the end of September to get a a checkup and see how she's doing clinically, you know, what we're seeing from day to day, she's doing okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're thankful for that. I think, you know, we might be bracing ourselves for some news um, at the end of September, but we'll take it, you know, as we take it. (laughs) I always have, it's just kind of like, you can't think too far in advance, but. Mm -hmm. um, And you have to enjoy her. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And I think that's something that like, as I'm, you know, having time to reflect on our journey and get a little farther out from those really critical years, the first couple of years, I'm starting to come to terms with, okay, so I'm not going to have forever with my daughter. Um, We're looking at, you know, we're going to be lucky if she makes it to adulthood. Um, But you know, bills still have to be paid. Medical stuff still has to be paid. We're trying to explore, you know, options to spend as much time with her as we can and give her the best life we can while she's here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just kind of, I, I feel like I'm so nonchalant talking about it, but it's just like our reality. And I know um, when I've shared it with other people, they're like, oh my gosh, really? But well, I mean, I think that I, that's, I, I mean, Erica and I both are looking at each other going, wow. Um, <laughs> and crying a little bit because, uh, you don't, um, you know, for us, like we're obviously we're not, we're not in your position and I can say, you know, that's kind of what you have to do. I guess you, you have to take it and go, you know what, this is it. Let's run with how we have it and, and live our life the best way we can, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's, uh, gosh, it's just so like, I guess I, I said it earlier. It's very inspiring. Yeah. Holy moly, lady. Um, <laughs> that's just, that's awesome that you're just the way you are. Mm-hmm. And looking I, at, I, go ahead. oh, I was just going to say, but looking at your Instagram, she seems to be very playful with her sister. And <laughs> oh, you, I, loved I love watching her say yes yeah. in sign language. <laughs> yes. oh, oh, she yeah. was she so much fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and it looks like, you know, I just have to say you are giving her an amazing life. It looks like she is a happy baby. Yeah. Happy little girl. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, and she's so sassy, too. Like, <laughs> I try to capture all the pictures, but man, is she enjoying life. She's the sassiest little thing you'll ever meet in your life, for sure. She's oh, seriously, beautiful. she is. She's so cute. And I like some of the pictures that you have up there. I'm just like, look at her. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I feel like. You just like put me through a whirlwind. I'm trying to emotionally get yeah, together and, like, not, <laughs> and not fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But okay. So one of our questions was, you know, obviously, and we kind of just touched on this, that, you know, given like your life, you know, it's, this is your normal, right? This is what you're going mm-hmm. through. And so many people will look at it from the outside going, geez, how does she do it with two children? One with charge syndrome, like how do you, how do you balance life? Like, how do you make it work? So, so like personally, you know, given like your marriage and just you, you know, your time, um, how do you, how do you balance it all? Oh gosh. I feel like there's no good answer to this because there's many (laughs) days, like any mom, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm such a failure at like Mm -hmm. balancing all the things. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's just coming down to, you know, we do what we have to do for our kids Mm -hmm. and whether that's, you know, having a kid that's medically complex or having a kid that's on the spectrum or having a kid that's going into kindergarten for the first time in a pandemic, we just take each day as we go and have to do what we can. We pull up our bootstraps Mm -hmm. and we're like, okay, this is my kid's journey right now. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like the logistical, you know, day to day, it's just kind of take one thing at a time, tackle it, do the best I can, you know, try not to worry, like from one day to the next, did I do 
you know, did I do okay? I right. just feel kind of like, okay, we're, if that day's done, we're starting right, to do right. today. Yeah. Push well, forward. It is what it is. So, so like basically on a daily basis though, I considering you are a full, you work full time. Um, yeah. so <laughs> who stays home? Like is Savannah staying home or does she like, do you guys have somebody that watches the kids? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So I'm so glad that you asked about this because one of the biggest blessings that we've had is my mom. Um, so my mom, um, obviously I grew up in Indiana. My parents technically live there. My dad travels a lot for his work and my mom has always been a stay at home mom. And Mm -hmm. she actually moved up here when Savannah was born to help us take care of her because with us both working full time, we had, you know, medical bills and student loan debt and all the things that we need to both be working to not be completely drowning in, in finances and whatnot. Right. And with her being in the hospital, she was actually in the hospital the first six months of her life. And I had, I had just accepted a new job and was supposed to start the week that I delivered her. And so I was fresh out of grad school, had all that student loan debt, Mm -hmm. had a job lined up and like, was at, at risk of not being able to do that. And we had also just, you know, signed a contract to move as well. And we had so much going on that like I ended up, I was lucky enough to have a couple months maternity leave before I actually had to start, even though it wasn't like a paid maternity leave. It was just kind of like, okay, you're not going to start right now. You'll start about two and a half months from now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But my mom came up. So like when I did have to go back to work, she would stay with Savannah during the day when I was at work. My husband works a weird shift. He's a machinist. And so he would go in really early in the morning and get out early in the afternoon. Mm -hmm, So we have a little bit of a staggered schedule. Um, but now that we're at home, we've gotten into a routine, like up until this summer, Savannah had a trach and what that meant is that we could have nursing coverage and we had nurses pretty much every day and most nights. Um, now coverage, getting coverage (laughs) was, um, a chore. Mm -hmm. Um, we had all of the hours approved, but finding qualified nurses, um, to fill those shifts was always a struggle. We never had every shift covered. So my mom stayed with us to help cover you know, those open spots. And wow. so since Savannah got her trach out this summer, um, we've been kind of adjusting as a family because we're mm-hmm. so used to how our lives were when she still had that trach. We mm-hmm. had to watch her 24 seven. Like we couldn't mm-hmm. all be sleeping when she was sleeping. Someone had to be right there with her to make sure that, you know, if there was an emergency with her airway that we could handle it because right. seconds wow. matter when that happened. So yeah. like we were, we were running on like shifts, but like logistically, wow. We were running on about three to four hours of sleep a night each. I would split a shift with my husband and my mom. We'd each take about three to four hour shift and then sleep whenever the other people were, were taking oh shifts goodness. and get up and go to work. And with our staggered schedule, it kind of worked out where my husband got about four hours in. I got about four hours in. My mom got about four to five hours in of sleep. And that oh. was our normal. And then this summer has been an adjustment kind of continuing that because even though Savannah doesn't have the trach, we've been operating like this for three years and it's right. really hard to just cut cold mm-hmm. turkey like not right. watching yeah, her. For sure. yeah. so we have an air bed in a room right now and we'll take shifts still but we can kind of nap if she's asleep but we're right next to all the alarms so if they go off we can be right there right um so my mom's still living with us we would not be able to be in the situation we are if she wasn't here she's been oh, an absolute blessing to us she's been awesome. fantastic grandparents oh, are the God best for that's moms. amazing I right Oh, so, and I'm sorry, um, Savannah had to have the trach for how long? Three years. So she, yeah, we, the whole reason why she had to be in the hospital for the first six months was strictly because of her trach. Um, they needed her to be big enough to trigger 
the portable ventilator. Um, so we had to wait until she was about 12 pounds to go home for the first time. And it was just kind of like a reading game, trying to get her to gain weight and get big enough. And mm-hmm. um, so she had, she was trained about two weeks in, um, two weeks after she was born and then just got it out at the end of June. Oh, wow. wow. Holy moly. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a, and yeah. that's a lot for that little girl. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's doing so great now. That's like it's, great. she's loving having it out. Like she <laughs> yeah, was a little confused, but mm. once yeah. she got used to it, she's, she's doing great. Aww. Do you still feel like, I'm just, I mean, this is, I'm just, this is me just thinking, sorry, this isn't a question <laughs> I wrote down. I'm just thinking, but like, you know, she's had, she had the trach for three years and, you know, now I just feel like even if I, me being, I like, I put myself in that position as like a mom and I just feel like I'm still constantly like worrying. Like, <laughs> I mean, do you find yourself still going like, yeah, I need to, someone needs to wake up every four hours and we need to like check her because I can't, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been an adjustment and I can't say that all the anxiety is gone. Like there's times whenever she'll be in a room playing like in her living room playing and I'll walk into the kitchen and then I have like a little minute of like freak out. Like, Oh, I can't, I can't leave her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I can't like, yeah. I, I just haven't been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's been such that... a normal seat to you. Yeah. Right. You know, that's all you right. know. And, yeah. and she was my first, I didn't know any different. Like right. that was just what we did. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's all you know. So all of this going on, you are also married to your amazing husband. How do you guys maintain a, a healthy marriage like amidst your life and do you guys get much alone time together <laughs> it's definitely it has to be scheduled it feels yeah. like yeah <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah we we try we've tried kind of all along just to spend a little time together um by ourselves we have been fortunate enough to have family that's been like very intentional of keeping us accountable to that mm-hmm. and making sure that we're spending time with each other. Um, we've had an amazing support system being like, Hey, you guys get out of the house. Don't yeah. want to date. Like we've got, you know, Savannah. Mm-hmm. So that's been something that's really helped. But I think what it comes down to is we, we both know and are on the same like wavelength that like, this is our life. We've accepted that like, it may not be what's normal or typical, but we're going to do it. We're going to be the best parents we can for her. And because we're both on the same team with that, whenever it comes to like, you know, if we're, if we're going to be spending time with our, just us, or if it's going to be, you know, doing an extra thing for Savannah, like we're both like, okay, Savannah, we'll deal with us later. So for, for, yeah. for worse, we kind of push ourselves and our relationship kind of down the line, but it's both, we're both like on the on the same wavelength that we are a team we're tackling this together savannah has the most amazing relationship with her daddy and Mm -hmm. they're like the key i'll have to post some pictures at some point this week um that way (laughs) folks can take a look but they they're so stinking cute like just this morning they were um sitting at this like miniature table and chairs that we have um and josh was handing savannah a piece of chocolate so she can't eat anything right now she has a g2 okay but she can like lick things and get taste of things and Mm -hmm. so he handed her a piece of chocolate and she was just like over the moon excited (laughs) and at one point like i had put like a little tara on her and she handed it to josh and josh put it on i couldn't get a picture of it but he has the most amazing relationship with her and i think just both of us throwing ourselves into parenthood has been amazing to witness and go through together and like we still you know like I said it sometimes has to be scheduled but it is what it is um uh, now that we can actually not thrive on 
Um, we're yeah. spending a little more time like after the kids go to bed together and just like hanging out watching a movie cool. yeah um, so it's been it's been nice kind of getting back into that yeah whole, dating your husband thing again right so, yeah exactly <laughs> yep. a little bit <laughs> you're the sweetest i you need are. you to just like hang can you out come here and i was just gonna say can we steal <laughs> like, you, you so you can hang out the with best us? vibes yeah. ever mm-hmm. i agree oh, oh no. such I a agree. sweetie pie yeah all right so we're gonna take a quick commercial we had one more question for you, and then we're going to play a fun game of Would You Rather. So oh, we will be. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. So we will be right back. Sounds good. A little something located in downtown Port Huron, Michigan. This awesome gift shop provides a unique shopping experience that everyone will enjoy. They are owned and operated by a nonprofit organization called Touchstone Services Inc which provides the community with employment, community access, wellness, and rehabilitative services to adults with barrier to employment. So stop in a little something in downtown Port Huron and check out their fun Michigan-made products, unique gifts, or maybe have an ice cream to enjoy. Either way, you will leave there with more than a little something. All right, we're back. <laughs> All right. So we also noticed, noticed on your Instagram, you got you had a little spot about your gut health. Oh, it was a highlight. One of our highlights. Yes. Like yes. gut health. <laughs> and I know I had brought this up to you earlier, um, but I was just thinking, you know, there's so many moms out there, you know, after we have babies, we all are in this, like this thought process of like, man, I need to get fit. I need to get healthy mm-hmm. again. I need to take care of me. And so many people try different things and you know, it's all trial and error for them. But I know that you were saying that Plexus, this company that you use is, is working for you. And I was just kind of curious if you maybe just wanted to tell us a little bit about it, because I know that there's people going, what do I do? What mm-hmm. should I use? And you seem very diehard about it. So I thought, Hey, we'll give her a minute just to explain. Cause you know, I liked I liked what I saw today. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually stumbled into this plexus gut health thing kind of on accident, I guess. Um, in my stories in the highlight about it, I kind of go in depth, but long story short, my husband was living off of monster energy drinks. We oh, came across yeah. this alternative. By the yeah. way, I told my, I told my husband about this because my husband was a, di- is, well, he still kind of is, is a Red Bull diehard. And I'm like, you have to slow down. You have to stop. And I told him about this and he was like, hmm. So, okay, continue on, continue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So my husband in the midst of, you know, getting three to four hours of sleep a night, um, he actually ended up in Iraq um, about six months, six, seven months into, actually five, six months into our journey with Savannah. And so he turned to Monster Energies to keep him awake. And he was up to like two to four a day. Like it was crazy. I thought I was going to end up losing him. Um, you always see those like social media posts of guys in their 20s and 30s oh, yeah. in the hospital with cardiac problems. Yes. And mm-hmm. I was convinced that was going to be Josh. Yeah, that's um, exactly. Yeah, oh, just I get terrifying. It. Absolutely terrifying. So um, we stumbled across this company because they have an energy mix that um, is so much better for you than that crap. And we tried it out, loved it. I wanted to get the best deals. So we jumped in as wholesale customers. And when you do that, you have the option of choosing like a welcome pack. And one of them was this um, triplex system that I've been using since June. And my sister-in-law had been telling me about it like that. Oh, you know, there's so much that's tied to the gut. Like, you know, I had 
been struggling with brain fog, like crazy after mm-hmm. I had my second daughter, yeah. I have hypothyroidism. So like exhaustion and fatigue was like my normal. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I had no control over my hormones. They were all over the place. And I knew I had to do something. So I reached out to her, you know, seven, eight months back. She told me about this thing that could help. And I was like, nah, it's not gonna work for me. Um, so come full circle, we get to um, learn about this energy mix, find out that, okay, to get the best price, I need to choose a welcome pack. And this same system is looking me in the face, um, end up deciding to try it skeptically. And it's really good for me. Like I am so thankful that it's entered my life um, because I don't struggle with those things anymore. Like I do still have hypothyroidism. I do still have my medication, but I'm not living in that constant, like fatigue, yeah. exhaustion, feeling like crap hormones out of control like I used to. And then mm. kind of a, a side effect of it is like with the gut health stuff, like when your gut's not in good health, um, your body's spending that energy fighting the inflammation and the stuff going on in your gut. Oh, yeah. um, when it's in good health, it can spend energy elsewhere, like losing weight. And so I've always been a little bit on the heavier side. And so I with getting my gut in order this summer, I've been able to lose some weight that I was holding on to for so quite some time. So yeah. um, it's been it's been a nice ride. Like I, I'm feeling better. I feel like I have more energy for the kids, and that's yeah. just really worked out for me. I yeah. don't I don't know if you saw her her. Um, I think it was your story today. She had she like her whole closet. She cleared out because she's like lost so much. Weight. <laughs> yeah, I did see that, and I was like, "You go, girl." One like, of your posts <laughs> really touched me because I feel like I'm everything you're saying, I'm like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm going through that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just have a one-year-old, but I, your one post said you felt like a shell of a mom. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I like almost started crying. I'm like, that's exactly how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. I like, I feel like I am just kind of going through the motions of yeah. being yeah. a mom, yeah. you know, and I'm feeling groggy, foggy and yeah. tired. And yep. so I, I will say I'm feeling very inspired by you. Mm-hmm. Oh girl. <laughs> I told you, <laughs> told well, you. We, we all think that this is normal too. Like we just think, Oh, this is just part of being a mom. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was this other side of like, Oh, you could feel better. Right. I know oh, you can. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing is like so many people can tell you about these things, but it's really like within yourself to go, no, it's time because because mm-hmm. I mean, right. The, my last baby that, you know, I had now he's two. And I like, I swear that fog has not left me since I had my first child <laughs> nine <laughs> years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to, I need to get me some plexus. I, think. I was just going to say, I, I need to try something, <laughs> something my to try. Future. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. So. All right. So here is the deal. Mm-hmm. Here is the deal. We're going to play a game. Yeah. Do you want to explain the game? Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, have you ever played Would You Rather? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what it is? No. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we always end our, um, you know, our interviews just on a light note, a little game of Would You Rather. It's just about seven questions and just whatever you would choose and uh, just a light, fun way to end the interview. So as long as you're willing to play. Oh, absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> what if she were to come in and go, no. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say, actually, <laughs> not you're not today. allowed to answer that. Not no, I'm today. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So would you rather give up social media or eat the same dinner for the rest of your life? Oh, gosh. I'll ha- do I get to choose the dinner? Yeah. Ooh, you know, I'd say, yeah, yeah sure. I'd say. Okay. So I would say I would rather 
like eat the same meal because I love me some tacos. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I like, you know what? I love tacos too. Yeah. So. I, I like, and I like tacos more than social media. So, yeah. Uh, same, yeah. Same. <laughs> okay. All right. Would you rather lose all the money you've earned this year or lose all the memories you've gained this year? Oh, lose all the money for sure. Yeah. Money's yeah, yeah. nothing compared to memories. Yeah. That's right. That's what I said. So, um, would you rather have no taste or be colorblind? Oh, I know. That's oh, a that's, tough one. that's hard because like, I'm really enjoying this whole like picking another wardrobe thing. Uh-huh. And all these colors. <laughs> like I can't imagine yeah. trying to do that with no sight. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, it's tough. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that, a hard one. No fall color to look at. Okay, so I'm going to have to do the, I, I want to be able to see colors. <laughs> that's going to have to be my choice. Yeah. 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 yeah, that would be, yeah, so you would have no taste. Man, that's yep, so I weird. mean, I, I guess it's fine. <laughs> that, that's fine. Yeah. Man, I really, I'm going to go home still thinking about that. I know. I, I don't know. I, I think, honestly, I think I would be colorblind. I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My I, like, I like food. I, I do too. Man, a good caramel apple. Oh, I can't. All right. Okay. All right. This one is weird, yet it's a thinker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? Oh, man, you guys got good questions. <laughs> Say thank you to Google. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's so tough for me. I don't know. Because I don't God. think I would want to know how I'm going to die. So I guess I would take my timeline and go, you know what? YOLO. Oh, you're so right. You're so right. Because yeah. like, if you knew what, how, like, let's say that I knew that I was going to get in a car wreck. Every right. time I got in the car, you I would wonder if it was today. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely need to know the time. Yeah. yeah I think I that would be I mine. would rather know the time. Don't tell me how it's going to happen. No way. <laughs> yeah. Because like she said, yeah, you'd be looking over your shoulder your whole life going, you is would, this it? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So would you rather flip a coin for a chance to win 20 bucks or immediately win 10 bucks? Mm, immediately win 10. I don't take risks. <laughs> That's so funny because I said I would totally flip the coin. I did too. I'm I was like, like you know chance. what? <laughs> if I were to be walking on the street and somebody's like, hey, flip a coin and get 20 bucks. I'm like, let's flip it. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. Um, would you rather work a high paying job that you hate or a dream job with only enough money for basic necessities. Oh, dream job. For sure. Okay. Like, for sure to hate your job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're that, right. Yeah, you're right. That would be true. Very true. But yeah. I like that green money. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a funny one, too, to kind of wrap it up. I like this Find one. Find $100 floating in a public toilet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Or just five bucks in your pocket. Oh, okay. I know. I know. Mm, I So I have a wardrobe to buy. I'm going to have to go with $100. There you yeah. go. See, I'm I, going, I totally said that. I said we can wash our hands oh, and yeah. wash for the money. Oh, I'm yeah. going I mean, fishing. Everyone has hand sanitizer right now. No, I, I totally agree. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so going fishing for that 100 bucks. I would, too. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, why not? Oh, funny. Brooke, we seriously really appreciate you being on here and taking the time out to just 
tell us your life and talk to us about Savannah and just everything else in between. It really truly means the world to us and and to our listeners. I know those are going to be relating to you in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And so we're really excited for them to hear this. Yeah. And like I said too, sorry. um, Like I said too, we'll be putting that charge syndrome foundation donate button on our podcast this week. And hopefully um, our listeners will consider donating and, you know, just learning more about Savannah and her journey. So Mm -hmm. for sure. Thank you guys so much. This has been so much fun. Oh, You know what? We're about that. We're about having fun. But yet we always we want moms to just feel like they're not alone or just anyone. Don't, you know, because it can be lonely, especially in times like this. Mm -hmm. And your positivity totally shines through. And I appreciate that more than you know. I'm right there with you. Love it. Thanks, guys. Love it. You are such a sweetie <laughs> well, pie. Thank you, and, and we will definitely keep in touch and we just truly appreciate you again. No problem. You guys have a great night. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun and it was nice just to kind of chill with some ladies for Aww, sure. Awesome. Well, We're glad you had a good time. Well, we hope you have an amazing week and we'll keep in touch and thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, you guys. Bye. See you later, Brooke. Bye.